Welcome to Radio Perris, a podcast for bad bitches who, who love, love reggaeton. reggaeton. I'm Karenoid. And I'm Jennifer Fopez. Welcome back. It's so good to see you. I miss you. <laughs> I, I mean, we don't really text like every day back to back, but I love when we have those bursts of text where it's like <laughs> no i love the the podcast sometimes a little mini podcast of all the voice memos oh yeah i the other day i was like okay i have to tell you stuff audio's incoming and i don't save them because i like when they disappear i know that you heard it and then i'll be like oh she's listening it's like me and i'm like brushing my teeth making breakfast listening to my little karen podcast just me just for me and then you'll you'll respond with like the perfect gifs or the perfect emojis <laughs> or when you do the uh, keyboard smash, which is actually really hard to do on an iPhone. Like, what do you? Is it just crazy? Like, what's auto, the method behind the you gotta, uh, keyboard you gotta, smash? You gotta stay in the middle line. You know, like there's ah, three there's three like lines. The JK. Yeah, you gotta say the line. A S D J K H L. That's where the gold is. And then the like F F F F F F F. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Because if you like go all over the place, it'll try and make words out of it, and then it's just like, no, it's not what I'm trying right. to do. I'm not trying to make words. Bien, afuegillo. <laughs> so this episode, we're gonna talk about reggaeton ad libs, and it's gonna be fun. Um, I'm gonna try and quiz Jen- Jennifer. And see if she knows some of these. Because I, I wrote down a lot of them. I only had a few. It'll be cool to explore. Uh, but before we get into it, how was your weekend? What did I do? Oh, well, my weekend was okay. My fun my fun gig was at the Whistler on Thursday. Tell me tell me about it. Um, so I'm actually kind of a dummy because I was double booked for that day and I had to cancel the I'll the talk ba- the I'll talk bunny. about that too. Yeah. I had to I had to can't back out of that one because actually it happened once before with Kiki. The reason why I stuck to my guns about staying with Kiki's um flaccid house event was because they had asked me before to play and I had double booked that time. <laughs> and I had to tell them that I couldn't do it. And I felt really bad. Um, and so this time I was like, fuck, I can't do it again. So um, I felt like I had a, I had a, um, an excuse with Ben. I feel like, you know, you get like a, a hall pass. Yeah. I used my a one. A warning. Yeah. I used my one hall pass and he was really chill about it. I just told him that I had been feeling really overwhelmed and I, oh, I just got disorganized yeah. and I overbooked myself. And he totally understood, which was fine. Um but all in all, I'm glad I went. It was so cute. Every single time that Kiki and I get together, we end up both, like, trying to play. And this is not to say, like, serious versus non-serious music. But we play, like, we'll try and, like, play more. Do you hear the <laughs> scream You track? know what? Hold on. I'm so sorry, you guys. I'm trying. We're both trying really hard to have the audio be better for season two. We're in a whole different setup, and this fucking <laughs> ice cream truck decides... They don't want to see us win. They just don't want to see us win. Let's just wait. I think it's passing by. It stops in front of your house. 
<laughs> I swear to fucking God. Gonna, there are no kids who live on this block. It's gonna so. park. <clears throat> okay, I hear, I hear it kind of like... Oh, yeah, me too. I feel like every single time that Kiki and I get together, we'll start off the night trying to play like more serious music where it's like, you know more experimental mm-hmm. i downloaded a bunch of i guess house and like house adjacent songs that i never really would normally play mm-hmm. because i'm not a house dj mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but i definitely went out of my box uh or you know realm there mm-hmm. but then we end up every single time we end up playing like fun pop edits and like y2k shit and 2000 stuff you went into like who you really are yeah but yeah you start off and trying then, something different and then we know. feed off each other and it was just so fun and they get very lit and then i got lit and it was fun whenever i think of the whistler i think about like 2018 summer when i went on a date there and ends up being okay he was wearing a vintage cranberry the cranberries tea Ooh, and we were in the little patio nice yeah he was this white guy and he um we are in the patio, and then he, I was like, well, when's your birthday or whatever? And he's like, November 30th. And I'm like, bitch, that's my birthday. And he's like, well, yeah, we have the same birthday. Awesome. So your place? My place? <laughs> yes. It was really fun. It was, a, it was a long time ago, though. And then I and then I was supposed to go to a festival the next day. I think I was supposed to go to Riot Fest. But I hurt myself. Like, I hurt my foot. It was just a, it's a good time. Just like a good time. But I, that's what I always think of when I think of the Whistler. I went to the Whistler a few times as a youngin. Um, when I went to, used to go to slow mo, and I only went to slow mo like four times. Um, but I, what I, I'll tell you what that back patio for I have I stopped smoking in twenty twenty one. Weed? Uh, no. Cig- oh, just cigarettes. Just smoking. like yeah. like regularly. Like I used to smoke cigarettes when I was when I would like drink. Yeah. Um, I don't really anymore. I'll probably smoke. I think the last time I smoked was like New Year's Eve with you. Um, I smoked a cigarette. But I tell you what, that back patio brought me back some real good memories of just sitting back there, shooting the shit with your friends and having just like a having a cigarette. And I went back there and I was like, man, I really want a cigarette. It, it It's it's a plague. It really does plague you. I was... The memories. I was like one week sober vaping until today, but I don't feel bad about it. I just don't want to spend money on it, but I will definitely mooch off my friends. But speaking of, of that gig that you double booked yourself for and ended up not happening as I text you. Yeah. We were going to have a Reyes. It was called Reyes. Um, like Latino night at Talia Hall. And I was so excited to DJ there. And I was telling all my friends about it. I was doing my best to promote it. I was gi- I was giving Ben tips on like how to promote it. But... Yeah, because that, ended up, that flyer it was ended not up, cute. It ended up flopping really hard. I think it was like 26 tickets sold. Damn. Um, the good thing was I ended up getting paid like um, cancellation for my, for a cancellation fee, I guess, is what it would be called, which is unheard of, and I thought that was really cool. At least I made some money. Professional. Yeah, I was super professional, so I didn't make what I thought I was going to make, but I made maybe like a quarter of it, a third. I made a third of what I was going to get paid out. For doing, and, for doing nothing, really. Right, exactly. Oh, I did buy that um, bikini that I wanted to wear. The, oh, you invested in yourself then. Yeah, and then, so that ended up being free. Um, but then after that, I didn't have any gigs this weekend at all. 
girl, I did not know what to do with myself. I was going crazy. I, I'm trying to record my, my Smart Bar debut. Pero me da una pinche flojera. Because that moment has long passed. Yeah. The passion that I felt for that set is not really there anymore. So it's hard for me to, to capture that moment again. To capture it and to have and the attention span just really isn't there. So I was uh, trying a few times over the weekend until I ended up going to Taco y Tamale Fest on Saturday in Pilsen. Girl, when I tell you, all the cuties were out. It was it was a fest. It was a fest. So many when cuties. Is it my turn, God. I know so many. Me comí unos tacos de ojo. La verdad. <laughs> Muchos tacos de ojo. Pero había uno, güey. No manches. O sea, like, I have never catcalled. Mm, okay, it's a lie. But I've never, like, really catcalled a guy before. But, oh, my God, girl. He was so fine. I couldn't help myself. While he was walking away, I was just like, angelito. Like, he was like, a, he was an angel. Oh, my God. Falling from the sky. The DJ was really good, too. And I had a tamal. That was really cool. And then... That was really it, dude. All the hoes were out. Yeah, all the all the cuties were out with their with their friends or with their girlfriends, but whatever. I feel like if, if you have a boyfriend and you know that he's hot, it's like you know that girls are gonna look at him like it's fine, right? I'm trying to think like what happened to Rido Fest because you just Rido said Fest was canceled. You just said to money. You, I heard it was about money. Well, you just said that you were like. We only sold 26 tickets, and because of that, they canceled it. And I'm trying to think, like, did they not sell enough tickets? Was the lineup not strong enough? So Flores Negras told me <clears throat> on Sunday that... Ooh, she got the tea. Um, well, first of all, her event was really cool. It was at her studio, that Heal and Flow, like, her studio. Cute. Um, so it was cool to see. It was really fucking far away, though. But, yeah, but... Ra- you said Ravenswood. I was like, oh, end of the earth. <laughs> Dude, our- Ravenswood is a, st- is a stop when you get on the metro, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's not somewhere nearby at all. It's, like, 11 miles from here. Not only is it north, it's also, like, kind of west. It's, like... It's weird. To, yeah. But, but it was really fun. I had a nice time just, like, hanging out, DJing. And, dude, I ended up getting, like, so much content. Like, those really cute videos that they took of me. Mm. I got, like, eight followers. Like, all the vendors were like, started following me. I'm, like, shout out to y'all. Um, I hope y'all made some money. But, anyway, um, Amanda told me that... They throw uh, those pre-parties or other parties around the city, like at Cobra Lounge and at Joe's on Wheat Street, as to, like anticipation for the festival. And she thinks that those shows are m- meant to help fund Rido Fest. Oh. And she told me that it was very low attendance <gasps> at the Joe's on Wheat Street one that she participated in. And she thinks that maybe that's why. Like, they just didn't have enough funding. Interesting. But I'm like, dude, pick another venue. Like, they have been using Joe's on Weed Street for years. Like, when Tomas and El Real came to Rido Fest in 2019, the after party was there. And it didn't end up happening. Damn. Yeah. Anyway, that was my weekend. Other highlights. <clears throat> Ooh, a guy asked me to dance over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I love when that happens. Right? It doesn't happen to me often. But it does not happen in the gay community at all. Yeah. 
but I was I was surprised and I was like I'm down it's always a funny that moment like right before you start dancing and you're like okay he's gonna lead me where will this go and then you're just it's like a roller coaster like you're literally going on for a ride to see like how he's gonna spin you what moves he's gonna do he was really good dancer Mm. he's it was bachata I will say that if you are I'm not a very good like official dancer like I I, I'm gonna say this if I'm partnered with a great partner it's amazing what a great partner will do for you because you can really get spun around and suddenly you know the moves and it becomes very natural but if you're partnering with a bad partner, then it's like, what you are we could doing? Be, or you could, I feel like Fred Flintstone. Or you could be the bad partner where you just have a hard time following someone or dejándote llevar, dejándote ir tantito, like, te tienes que soltar tantito and be like, okay, like, he's in charge. Like, what are we doing? He had this crazy move he was trying to do, and I was like, okay, no, let's <laughs> time out. Like, let's <laughs> let's tone it down. Whoa, holiday. Wait, hold on, hold on, holiday. Like, let's, let's tone it down. He got excited. Perhaps, but that was fun. Made me feel cute. I've had a few really cute dances at La Cueva. I was just thinking of La Cueva. That always reminds me of getting asked to dance. Um, I do love going to like a baile. I haven't been to a baile in years. Um, but those were always so cute. But I do feel out of my element because I'm not Mexican. But still. But still. Yeah. You know you know the one, two, three hip. One, two, three hip. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> movement. yeah, yeah. And like, a, like I said, a great partner can take you places, you know. So. Yes, we're looking for a good partner to take us places. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel frustrated because right now I just feel like all that I want to do right now is work on that music. Like, that's all that I want to do. That's all that I think about. I've been feeling very creative. I've been writing a lot, thinking about, like, listening to reggaeton and thinking, like, oh, what do I want my music to sound like? Making playlists. And I feel very frustrated because I feel like I can't make music without someone else, if that makes sense. Like, I can write, I can work on the flow, but I I feel, like, stuck where, like, ooh, I need somebody else here to, like, help me make a song. Well, that's, you know, every bad bitch... Every bad bitch has her Nelly. Nelly Furtado had her Timbaland. I'm literally Missy out here. Elliott I'm out here looking for Timbaland. my Timbaland. Yeah, I think that's it. And Julio is really cool. And then I told you, even started- Britney had Pharrell. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. So I just was feeling those feelings this weekend as well. Like, fuck. Like, I want to work on more music. I want to make more. Um, debut single is coming. <gasps> uh, I just need to fucking work on it. Radio Perry's exclusive. Yes, my song is called Unkis. Yes. Is it a dembo or, re- or it's a reggaeton? It's, it's a <gasps> neoperreo. It's our attempt at a neoperreo. Are you going to premiere it at the Tomasa show? No. I, it's not going to be done in time. That'd be hot. I will say the Tomasa show, girl, I send it to all my friends. Thank I'm, you so much. I literally, I, I myself bought a ticket, early bird. And then he I, sold out so quick. I know. And I'm then so happy. At, I sent three friends. They all immediately bought tickets. My friend cool. Brian, Sarah, Jesse, and we're all going to do a pregame. It was so cool to seeing the, the response because, you know, she's such a queen. And a lot of people were, like, liking, reacting, sharing. People were, like, losing their shit. Like, the gays were, like, losing their shit. Like, As they should. Holy fuck. Um, we just really want to be on the front page of Resident Advisor. So I'm happy that you sent the link to everyone. I'm also like posting it every day and just be like, please come, please come. If you're listening, please come to Tomas El Real and Pre-Colombian at a secret location. 
Friday, August 4th. I will be there. Uh, pre-game at my house. <laughs> also, secret location. DM me. <laughs> DM me. Marquesina vibes. So, let's get into ad-libs. Oh, you know what we forgot to do? Our reggaeton word of the day. Okay. So, let's start there. Our reggaeton word of the day is pillo, which means to steal, robar. Ay, si te pillo. Ay, si te pillo. Ay, si te pillo. So, why don't we start with the definition of ad-lib? So, ad-lib is a part of a speech or performance that was not practiced or prepared, something that is improvised. It comes from the word ad libitum, Latin for at one's pleasure, as you desire. Libitum reminds me of libido. Libido. Pleasure. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of makes sense. And it really all kind of goes hand in hand. I thought that was really cool because, well, okay, I'm thinking of, like, when I recorded that song with Edwin, the, pr- the producer that we met mm-hmm. from Simone's, mm-hmm. he was like, all right, now it's time for some ad-libs. <laughs> Go. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, okay, yeah. Like, what do I want to What do I wanna <laughs> say over this? I <laughs> <laughs> got annoyed. And I thought that was cool. But, um, yeah, we're talking about it earlier, how it's, like, rap. It's a staple in rap. You brought up Lil Jon. Yeah, yeah. Um. It's, it's funny, just personality. I, I also yeah. feel like when you think about like for your pleasure, it's like when the song is just so good and whoever's making it is feeling it like, oh, they got to like take, they got to like, you know, scream out or, or, or like express themselves mm-hmm. in that moment. And it's almost like a form of excitement for themselves. Yeah. Like, it's just like releasing that energy into the air. Like it's pleasure. It's like fun for them. I think of Chulo Bad Gal. I was listening to it the other day and they're so, she has a lot of ad libs in that. She's like, see, si, beso, or what does she say? She's like, se te ve. Like, there's just so many ad libs in the mm. back. Like, she's she's so good at them. I one thing I really like about um, Tokisha is that I feel like she has this really great um, ability to turn an ad lib mm. into a melody. Mm. Like in um, not in Sing- in Singamo, the song she did with y- Yailin and La Viral. The one she like makes like these uh, sounds sounds into like a melody. No me voy a mm. And the background, the melody is just like her making all of these. Uh, 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 yes. Yeah, it's so cool. She's I, so good at that. I thought of also leche leche. Mm-hmm. How I think that that was probably just an ad lib, and then it became like a whole part of the song. Literally, her whole yeah, her whole thing or. It's just like all of her moans. Just yeah, like, you really do have to feel the song in your bones, in your body, to come up with shit like that. Yeah, that's so true. So another thing I was thinking about with ad libs is, especially in reggaeton, a lot of time, like with all the reggaetoneros that are out there, and think of a song with like six rappers on there (laughs) like they have to come up with something right to so that people can recognize who they are Mm -hmm. recognize them and it becomes a trademark so they just say it over and over and over again and it becomes part of their brand and it just sets them apart from other reggaetoneros out there and it's like a fun little easter egg i think for for fans too right that's a good way to put it yeah yeah they're like little easter eggs so which ones do you have uh, written down? I have, well, I had some of the, um, 
The only, a lot of the ones that come to mind always are the main three, I feel. I think of Ozuna, Wisin, and Anuel. Anuel being... Brrr. Or sometimes I'll do like... Bebecita. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you have... Um, El Negrito Ojo Claro. Ozuna. El Negrito Claro. Ozuna. Miento. He... he um, He's the reason why I have trust issues. Also, yeah, because he... Because he does not have ojitos claros. <laughs> no. Let's be clear. Right. So, and like, Was I he wearing like... contacts? And I don't know why. It was for criminal. Yes. That's where he first said it. That's where he first said it. And it's like, it starts off the whole song. And it's it's like in the melody. Yeah. We're going to play it. A little a little snippet. <laughs> yeah, we'll play the first time he says, and then todos claros. And that became like a whole thing. And I remember Karen seeing him at Los Dells. This was like in 2019. This was probably the second time I had seen Ozuna. And, um, sorry, it's a little greasy because I put like my body oil on. <laughs> I have body oil. <laughs> We're both looking very cute because, you know, we may or may not do something after. Looking a little scrumptious. So... Wear covered in body oil. Anyway, I, I remember seeing Ozuna at Los Dells in 2019. That first of all, that concert was so fun. I think this was my second time seeing him live. And I tell, I don't know if it was because I was so lit, but I remember he said that over the microphone. And I remember something about how they zoomed into his face and he smiled that beautiful, like 800,000 kilowatt smile. And he just looked so gorgeous. And I was like, wow. And in in that moment, you don't even notice that his eyes are actually brown. Because he just like, he's such a cutie. When I found out that his eyes were really brown, because me being huerita de ojos claros, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? This motherfucker, they all lie. They're all liars. They're all, they all wish. He has another one. I music, I flow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I music, I flow. That hits. That's those are the parts like the ad libs are like what you love to sing. Like that you'll always know. Like I music I flow. It's always like also at the end too. Like we're like it's almost like I also find ad libs. If if the song is ending, they use their ad libs as a way to like sign off on the song, like to put their signature on the song. Like exactly, they're signing like signing off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he does that a lot. The I music I flow. I also have the. W es sobreviviente con Yandel. W es sobreviviente con Yandel. El Capitán Yandel. Zumba. I have a whole section on We Seen. Um, señoritas. And then I have... Um, and it's not even just like one one word he'll have like a phrase Dude, it'll be I, an, an, an ad phrase look he started he started the icy tepillo with i wrote it down um he says se unen se unen dos de las potencias más grandes del del movimiento urbano se unen dos de las potencias musicales más grandes del movimiento urbano that's so long and he's like se unen las dos potencias más grandes del género urbano he might be the king of ad libs. I'm saying it now. No, I agree. It's with just you. so natural. It's, and I, and he makes the longest one sound so natural and and melodic and like yeah. I wonder if he does that. Like, I wonder what his process is. Does he hear the track? So he's like with Tiny, right? Tiny's playing him the track. He's like, all right, yeah, let me get in the booth, and then he'll just start saying shit. 
I think it makes more sense to say ad-libs at the beginning, like when you're first recording the song. Did you ever like, see that one video of Waka Flocka? Which one? I'm going to have to show it to you. Is it from... And it's like Waka Flocka, and he's recording his ad-libs, so it's dead silent. <laughs> and all you all you hear is, bow, bow, bow. Oh, yeah. Flocka! What? Bow, 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 bow. They're hearing the song in their yeah. headphones, and they're just, like, saying random shit into the microphone where they That's feel so it the cool. most. Um... What else does he say? Oh, a super famous one. Did you have this one? The Medio Millón de Copias Obligado. Medio Millón de Copias Obligado. I do. I recognize it, but I I know the Sobreviviente more. Otro Niveles Musicales. Yeah, that one. I I also I also thought of Latino Gang from J Balvin. Oh, okay. Yeah, he has a few. Um, J Balvin, man. J Balvin, man. Latino Gang. Yeah. Okay, Pablo, man. All right, I was just, I was on my way here listening to Joel y Randy, and they what go, are what are Joel and Randy? Du, the, más loco, something like that. I I thought of with them. Is it? A, it might just be Safaera. Joel y Randy. We're like Pepe, <laughs> Pepe. Is that a thing? <laughs> Randy is so funny. Uh, he also has that voice that reminds me a little bit of Chincho. Where yes, it rides that it rides that line that really scratches that brain of yours. It's just like it's just high enough where it's just like interesting. I couldn't think of some for Chencho. The only one I wrote down was so Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like S O U like mm-hmm. so. He's like getting ready to tell you a story. Well, yeah. It's like so <laughs> So here's what happened. Yeah. She was coming on to me. She didn't right. believe me that blah 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 blah. Yeah. So then, so, um, I have other, I have others. Okay, some some confusing ad libs for me. We, um, is Sion y Lennox. Okay, because I, I know la Z y la L. Yeah, la, right. I have that la, 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 la That's cool. But okay, is it Joel? Not Joel, I Randy. Okay, Sion y cuál es Sion y cuál es Lennox? Uh, Lennox is the one that is, has the long dreads. dreads. That's Sion. Sion. Oh, no, Zion. That's, that's Lennox. Lennox. Sion is the... El Chaparrito. Yes. Okay. So, really, really, really... Well, they're both dark skin. Yeah. But Sion, I always remember because he came out with a solo album. So, he says, and I don't know what he's saying, but it always... He says, Sin Tiri. What? Yeah. Sion and Lennox. Sin Tiri. And I'm like, is this motherfucker really saying no titty? Like, seen titties? Someone out there, if is you know what, what I'm talking likes? about, like, seen titties. Because he should hit me up. Because he's that's what he's saying. And I'm like, I, I literally wrote it question mark. That one confuses me. Uh, I literally wrote question mark next to it. Um, Some others. Okay, uh, I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to quiz you. Wait, yeah, quiz me. Okay. <clears throat> and I'm going to say it. I, <laughs> I'm going to try to say it like it. Okay. <laughs> Everybody go to the discotheque. Oh my god, wait. <laughs> go the uh fuck. He has another one. Same person. Yes. Oh. <laughs> wait, I know He this was on um uh Tebote. Uh-huh. He's but, in Tebote. Oh. Everybody go to the discotheque. He has a funky name. It's I can't mm-hmm. think of it. Is that el. I would have never gotten yeah. that. <laughs> The name would have escaped me. I like that. Everybody go to the discotheque. That's a fun one. 
It could literally, your ad lib could be anything. Everybody go. It sounds, and it's like very, it's, it's very in your face. Um, okay. N-A-E-S-E-K-A. That's Osuna. Girl. N-A-E-S-E-K-A. You know, I don't know. What does that spell? N-A-E-S-E-K-A. I'm going to insert a buzzer. Bitch, that's Nikki. N-A-E-S-E-K-A. No, I would have. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki Jam. Have you finished it with Nikki, Nikki, Nikki Jam? But N-A-E-S-E-K-A. Girl, you know I don't speak Spanish. Oh, okay. What about actually? I don't know who's Saka White Black. I recognize them, but I can't place them. Yeah, Saka White Black. I think that's Sione Lennox as well. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but that's what I wrote. Saka White Black. <laughs> uh, the Big Boss. No. Damn, I'm losing. Fuego. Karen. Karen Five. Jenny. That's Daddy Zero. Yankee. The big boss. And of course, Daddy. That's Daddy Yankee. Daddy Yankee. Maluma Baby. Oh, yes. Maluma. Maluma Baby. Oh, this one's kind of hard. Maybe you won't get it. It's. N-A-E-S-E-K-A. Now I'm embarrassed. Nikki, yeah. Nikki, Nikki Jam. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. Damn. I'm I'm looking back. I'm, I'm like, that's so easy. Pussy que mana. That's bad girl. Okay. La Zoe puta. La Zoe. It's easier with their names. Yeah. La chonguitona que tu conoces. Um, Laguni chonga. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> some of some people just have their name. Like even Tomas is like Tomas del Real. Yeah. Neo Perreo. I love her song. I sometimes when I think of Tomasa, her song. I'm gonna buy a new ass with the money de la puteria. I'm gonna fake my pussy so wet for the money. <laughs> like, that was so I heard that I iconic. Heard, I heard that song again, and it's actually good. Because I said, same girl. I, I do want to buy me a new ass from the puteria. This episode brought to you by Vida Mezcal. This mezcal is really good. I kind of need more ice. Okay, let's let's stop and we'll be back. Okay, another that I have, Kechimba Sok. Kechimba. Kechimba Sok. That's Ryan that Castro. Like, oh, well, give me a second. Oh, I'm Damn. sorry. Okay, the, the only y- reason I you even, quiz me now. The only reason I no 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 because I don't have a lot. Oh, okay. The only reason I even know Kechimba is because of Ryan Castro. He's the only person I know that uses Kechimba. He he has others. Zaga 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 zaga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something I think problematic about Ryan Castro that I haven't heard anyone speak on it, and I think we should. You know I love him to death, but when he starts with the Afro-Latino, like, Jamaican flow, 
which is like zagazi zagaza like a little scat it, it's a little <laughs> it's a little it's a little cringe like no 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 zinze merakti dud unaiga de la gran boot like when he goes into that flow i'm like fuck it's fire but wasa wasa so good i i recognize it and i have to speak on it can i can i I I want to I'm not challenging challenging you, but I definitely want to see your your opinion on this. What is your on? Listen, we're both bad gal fans. What's your honest opinion on the fact that she her name her is name is bad, bad gal. gal? Yeah, when when I first discovered her, she it was her sound was so different than what it is now. Yeah, and it was way more underground. Way more digital, but it was still very rooted in dance hall, which is her first love. Like she's spoken about how she grew up mm-hmm. listening, being obsessed with dance hall, introducing it to her friends, how there was this boom in Spain. And that was what she wanted to sing, right? Because her big break was doing that remix of work, the Catalan version of work, work, Bye. work, 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 yeah. Called Bye. Yeah, it's a little cringy if. You're like, oh, who's bad gal? And then you see a photo of this, like, white girl. It helps, though, that she's so fucking fine. But it, but it's not even... Yeah, it does help, but I think... It helps. I think the buy-in is her talent, like, her writing. And also the respect that she has, like, the collaborations that she had with... Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name? Banton? Um, Bafu, what's his name? Bafu Banton? Or, I know who you're talking, talking about. about. With Bom Bom. Yeah. Like she's had she's had a few collabs boom, boom, boom. with dance hall singers. Like they fuck with her. And I think that's also a sign like if the people in the culture like don't fuck with you, then you're not doing it right. Yeah. And so I think she has respect from her idols. Versus like I think about Drake and when he does this whole Jamaican thing, it's the, fucking corny. Yeah, that's corny. He does it well though. Bombo clap. Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> He's <laughs> Okay, um, Sech doesn't have many. I all I know is do you Sech, know, Sech seems do you so know sweet do you me. know ad libs for Sech? Not really. No. All I have is este Sech. What is Fade's ad lib? Well, he used to have. He says mora a lot. He used to say el más que suena, and now it's whoa, whoa, whoa. Mi amor. Um, uh, what about Bad Bunnies? Bad Bunny, Bad 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 Bad. Yeah, la. Bad Bad. Yeah. Bad Yeah. Oh, el cantante del ghetto. ¿Quién es el cantante del ghetto? Ryan Castro. Yeah. Um, Latino Gang. That one, I, I know I said that one earlier, but I had to say it again. Only because, like, I want J Balvin to come up with something else. Latino Gang. That's a good one. I like that. I liked that one. Sky. Rompiendo el... Oh, that's another part of, of AdLibs where they're shouting out... Their producers. It's like their shout-out tracks. Like, they're shouting out the producers. They're shouting out yeah. the record labels, too. Like, I'm sure you'll recognize Fino Como El Hayes. Duran the Coach. Wait, before we go on, I have to say, I listened to Data. Oh, you listen to all of that, though? I listen to I most couldn't. of that, though. It's a lot. It's very good. 
And I see what you mean in the last episode when you were like, I think he was trying to make his Yeezus. Yeah. Do you think he succeeded? And I see the vision. It's really disjointed. It's like all over the place sometimes. Yeah. I see the vision, but not, it's not it's not all well, the way it's his, there. Well, it's his version, I guess. I also learned through this that I, I'm so... I, like, Kipendeha, I did not know. Tiny Toons is the protege of Looney Tunes. I did not know that. That's, Looney Tunes. That seems so obvious now. Isn't that crazy that he started producing when he was a teen? Some people really do have just such a an essence for it. Like, a, they're a natural-born yeah. ability. Megan Thee Stallion, eh. <laughs> not reggaeton. Another buzzer. Rao <laughs> 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 um, Alejandro, I just thought of Rao, Rao Alejandro. Or Rao Rosalia. Rao Rosalia. Um, uh, fucking airplane. Oh! The airplanes got their ad libs today, too. Um, uh, who's this? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who's this? Buddyaya. <laughs> Buddyaya. <laughs> I remember it. I know who you're talking about. Buddyaya. Sing the rest of it. I don't know. Um, Faru. Buddyaya. It's Farruko way, okay? It's Farruko. I saw this really corny video online where he was... I had to, actually... It was this, like... This is one Instagram account that I follow called Puerto Rico Gram. And Ooh. it was like... I had to unfollow because it was just too corny. And it was this video of Farruko, like, proselytizing or, like, I guess, like, blessing this these people. Oh, God. And I'm like, this God complex has gone too far, babes. Hector El Fader. Oh my I think he, he he was crippled with guilt for making a club banger about <laughs> drugs. Who who can, and so then he was like, "I've gone too far." I, I don't know. He's having his Yudi moment. You know who Yudi is? No, Yudi. She's this Mexican uh, singer, and she went into. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was a party. You're ball. out, babes. <laughs> You're out. All right, I'm leaving. Um. She went through this whole Christian pop era as well. Like. So anyway. interesting to me. You think about El General. You think about Heter Alfado. You think about. But you know what? You know who's still out there? Pop locking and dropping it? Tito El Bambino. <laughs> Tito El Bambino <coughs> is a little salty. Do you remember when Noche en Medellin remix was going to come out? Mm-hmm. And everyone was hyped because it was going to be Carol G on the remix. And then Tito el Bambino's like, no, 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 no. Or maybe I'm confusing. Was it Tito? I don't know why Tito el Bambino would it be was, jealous It was Tito el Bambino because he had his own remix oh. coming out for Noche Medellin. But let me ask you this. Whose remix do you think would have charted higher? Tito el Bambino, Bambino or Carol G's? Carol G, obviously. Obviously. I mean, I would love a good comeback moment. Where'd he go? He's doing Zumba. <laughs> Girl, bye. Zumba Yandel. <laughs> oh, uh, Mariah Angelique has It's Mariah, baby. Yeah. What are. Or It's Mariah, bitch. Oh, I don't know about the bitch. On one. the taxi one. And then Surely I have it all the. Not. And then I have all the Jenny La Sexy Voz ad libs. Bien, afuego. El 
I don't think I don't think Residente Calle 13 has any. I'm done talking about them. <laughs> if you bring them man. up, I'm giving you another buzzer. Stop. <laughs> I'm done hearing about that old man. My vibes. No. <laughs> Julio Voltio. Okay, let me ask you. Another guy that went Christian. Mm. Mm. Listen, there's nothing wrong with going Christian or we've talked about going satanic. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just... Don't try to indoctrinate other people or try to dismiss the body of work that you created. Because whatever you created in 2002 was really fucking fire. And you believed in it in 2002. So now and people for you, still believe in it to this day. Yeah. And so for you to say, no, I'm Christian now. We're erasing all of that. Well, no. How are you going to erase your legacy, Faruko? Like, you can't erase Pepas. You really can't, because that was the official song of Vacation. Babe. Wait, but do you remember when he tried to say that he invented a whole new genre, and it's literally guaracha? Yeah. Aleteo? Yeah. <laughs> He's I'm like, so esto so- se llama Bajo Mundo. And everyone's like, uh... Hello? How is this underground? <laughs> There's a whole country that does this. Yeah, also, also Bajo Mundo is like, Pepas was being played at, like, the airport. And when was, you, like, arrived in <laughs> Not Cancun, the airport, bitch. When you, like, arrived in Cancun, you were like... You're, when you're, you're in line trying to buy your, your the alcohol at the yeah. airport and your keychains and you're hearing Pepa. Yeah. When I'm at La Viñata buying a bottle for the night, I'm hearing Pepas. These fucking airplanes. They're ad-libbing, babe. Where are these people going? <laughs> They're ad-libbing. Oh, um, Don Omar. What's Don Omar's ad-lib? That one's easy. It's literally his name. But I also think there's that other one where he, like, starts off the song and he says someone's <gasps> name. Oh, he says a name? Well, you just reminded me of another one, but he says, Don! Yeah. He, like, screams his name. Uh, one of my oh. favorite Don Omar ad-libs ever, I think it's from uh, Guaya Guaya, when he says, Los tengo caminando por la orillita. Which means? Which means, like, they're so scared of me that I have them walking like on the on the edge, oh. like ooh, los tengo caminando por la orillita. Like fuck, I don't want to go over there. Don Omar's <laughs> over there. Ooh, I'm scared. That's so hard. He has a he says someone's name at the beginning of his song. It's like his producer. Oh, I don't know. Um, I always love in the beginning of songs where you can like, and I think people do it on purpose. Obviously, they do it on purpose. Well, they'll they'll have they'll be in the microphone. They'll be like, uh. Uh, uh, more snare, please. Uh, uh, can I get more trumpets? Mm. Do you ever, you ever hear that? Or it's like, turn, think, turn the bass up and they'll like talk to their producer over the microphone. I, I think I know what you're talking about, but, and I'm reggaeton, but I think of that in rap. Like I think of, oh, I just of remember, Kanye West. I just remembered, um, <laughs> in the beginning of the song, um, Don Amad goes, Eliel! Eliel! That is so iconic. Yeah. Just scream. Please, just scream at me. That's how... Mm, yes. Like, I want the song to start with that level of passion. I'm feeling it, you know. Mm-hmm. I really just feel like right now is like southwest o'clock. <laughs> like, I want to remind y'all I live near Midway. <laughs> so I, I really think right now southwest is like boom, boom, boom. Another one, another <laughs> you one. You just can't even An- spell Another Midway. one, thank you. Another one, thank you. Another one. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Which is an amazing ad lib. Another one. 
Oh, what do you think of ad libs that are just laughs? Like, I think Nyingo oh, Flow. Or I think I'm of, not going to try to imitate Nyingo Flow's laugh. But I think we'll insert it here. <laughs> I think of Lil Wayne. Oh, yeah, Lil Wayne. I think of His Nicki laugh. Minaj has a lot of laughs. She has cackles. I win. You lose. <laughs> Genius.com has this article where it alphabetizes rappers and their ad libs. What? Yeah, I thought that was cool. And so I scrolled down naturally to Nicki Minaj. They didn't have AO. Okay, they did not. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't do their homework. <laughs> All right, well, the article is bunk, obviously. Didn't work we out. debunked it. <laughs> didn't, didn't work out for them. Put I it on Snopes, bitch. Do you remember when Genius like started like how revolutionary that was though like finally a place for you i'm gonna kill myself what if i just died should i pull the trigger now or later i guess i'll just die (laughs) i was texting karen earlier (laughs) and about this situation that was so dumb and i just sent her a photo and i said guess i'll die guess i'll just die the guy in that photo a little bit of meme meme history for you the, the old man in that photo, the white man, he, there's a series on YouTube, if you didn't know about it, where they go behind the meme and they'll find the person in the meme and then they'll interview them about how <laughs> it started. And that man, his job was to do um, stock photos. Ooh. So that was just his career. Like he would go and have photo shoots like he's in the office. He's on the phone holding a phone. How do I do that? He, right? I want to do that. And then the internet caught hold of it and turned him into a meme i also on tiktok recently found the do you remember the little girl who said i smell like beef yeah i smell and like she explains beef. the background i think she was lying i think she's making it up i also think she was making it up but she's so cute to watch like i i enjoy watching her speak also to watch little vine stars grow up yeah <laughs> old. vine but i was talking about yeah i was talking about genius like how cool it was to have a place finally where okay what are the lyrics and then to have them annotated to understand the, the meaning behind it i really love that as someone that doesn't it doesn't have a lot of doesn't listen to a lot of hip-hop i have looked up many a songs on rap genius what i don't like is anyone can su- can submit annotations yeah and they could be so completely like unfounded Wikipedia. like it's just so dumb like it's just some fan some stan out there who's like yeah this she's referencing olivia rodrigo is referencing this 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 you know i'm like gosh shut the fuck up you, you have no nothing. idea what she's referencing went over your heads Mm-mm. Mm-mm. well yeah i hope to get better at ad libs for your song mm-hmm. well for give me some music. more i want to hear some I more i don't know like I don't know. I like throwing kisses out there. You know? A nice little kiss. A nice little giggle. <laughs> you know? I want to get We Seen level. That's the goal. Screaming? Over the track? Uh, full on fucking... Fucking phrases. <laughs> like, I'm about to say, like... I don't even know. Some dumb shit, like... Can you in the studio killing it? Like... Esto aquí antes era un tasty freezy out. <laughs> <laughs> what you know about this 53rd and can't see? Blah, 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 blah. I like that. Gage Park. Straight from Gage Park. Uh. Something. I gotta make up something about our neighborhood. I think that's cool because now I'm getting a little philosophical here about ad-libs because I'm out of ad-libs to discuss. Mm-hmm. But 
I think is when you get in front of a microphone like us, you know, it's literally you're given the opportunity to say anything, like to amplify whatever it is you want to say. So your agenda. It might, it must, yeah, your agenda. And it must be kind of like a power trip to be like, what can I say now? And it's going to get recorded and released everywhere. I have a question. Do you think you imagine yourself performing live in front, Absolutely of, an, not. In front of an audience? Absolutely not. Come on, you do it all the time as Absolutely a DJ. Not. Girl, the way my voice shakes. You should, you should do a live set. You should do Miss Ariel Zatina sang and DJed at Pitchfork. That's awesome. That would be dope. But she's like years in the game. Well, I'm saying that's something that people do. Like when I did <clears throat> the first Eden at Metro, Pantera. What a bad bitch. Pantera, I know you're not listening to this, but if you one day do, what a baddie. She has, like, the most beautiful outfits. She's so gorgeous. She literally was on the CDJs mixing and mixing and then had a microphone. And I have was, never like, seen that. And was ta- and was was singing. singing. Baddie material. That reminds me of, like, Gaga. I feel like if I ever perform... I don't know. It can't. It's not that hard. Like there are a lot of girlies out there that don't put effort, a lot of effort in actually performing their songs. Like they'll have the backtrack, the lip sync. I, I would never lip sync, but I guess I would have more of a a rapper style performance. Like it's very, I'm singing over the beats. It's very I'm odd. Like, for rap, me. I'm rapping it. I'm not performing it. I feel it I very. Know. It's very odd when I witness, like you know, who does this a lot, and like no shade to her. I love Ice Spice, but whenever I see an Ice Spice performance, she's always rapping over herself. Her own, yeah. And I'm like, we we can't hear you. Yeah, it'll be like a da 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 da. Keep it a stack, and then she'll keep going, and and she'll like re- she'll only say certain words. I think that's like the easiest way. But you need stage presence for that, like. Um. <laughs> Hello? Hello. <laughs> I was trying to distinguish if that was a gunshot or a firework. It's a firework, babes. It's fine. It's called living in Chicago. Yeah. It's called living on the south side. But that's a good question. Maybe one day. <clears throat> For now, I'm gonna just going to get a kick out of playing my song in my set and then just staring at everyone to see if, like, are you dancing? Are you not shaking ass? Are you guys up right now in the <laughs> microphone? Um, I think a lot about... Um, how amazing it must feel to make a song and then have an entire audience sing it back at you. Wow. That makes me cry. Those videos make me cry. When I think I, there's this really, really great video of Summer Walker. She's pregnant and she's performing. She's sitting down on a, 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 I think it's like a a festival in London, actually. Mm -hmm. And she's performing and she has to stop because it's, and it's not even like a phrase they sing. They sing the whole verse back at her. And she breaks down crying and she's like, I'm sorry, I think I'm just hormonal from my pregnancy. She's like full on crying. And I'm and I feel that I'm like, that must be such an amazing feeling. I can't imagine. I it. can't even imagine it. Like something that you made in your bedroom is just took over the world and 60,000 plus people are just singing it back to you like that can never get old. You know what no. I mean? Like I would be bawling. Which makes me, like, now now we're talking about, like, modern, not modern, but, you know, like, recent events, which makes me get so, like, not upset, but, like, ew, at Doja Cat. Have you seen oh. all of her bullshit on Twitter about how, <clears throat> how, like, 
she was like, I don't even fucking know you guys. Like, talking to her fans. Like, I don't love you. And I'm like, that's so fucked up. Because I think about, like, as a fan, as a stan of Lady Gaga, as a, as a, as a little monster mm-hmm. growing up, you really look up to someone and their music means so much to you. Almost to a point where it does feel life-changing, at least at that young age. And... And it's like, or it has such a profound effect on you. And then to just like take it away. I don't know. I think about Lady Gaga and I'm like, but she's so, she's so loving of her fans. And so I love my little monsters. And I, and I, and I really appreciate that because it it speaks so much to like her connection to her fans. It just makes me sad to see she, but Doja deny them. I don't know. I kind of disagree. Just that I think that Doja kind of ate because when she said that, because Fandom now is so different than when it what it was in 2011 when Born This Way came out. You, think? you know what I mean? Because Twitter, Twitter fandom is very different from you go to a concert and you're you're being a fan at a concert, right? You're crying or you're loving the songs, or even like meeting the artists, or even when people compliment us, right? Like on our sets, like we have fans. That's so different when you have a personal interaction and you say, hey, I really love your music. It's changed my life. And then you can say, like, oh, my God, like, thank you. Like, that's so sweet. Thank you for saying that. I'm happy that you loved it. But I am put myself in Doja Cat shoes where she must read so much fucked up shit. Like, there are stan accounts dedicated to artists where all they do is, is spew their opinion on, like, what they're supposed to be doing. Like come on, fuck you, bitch. Like, that shouldn't have been the lead single. You're crazy. Like, this should have been the lead single. The music video should have been directed by blah, blah, blah. And then you should have had a tour and you should have worn this and you should have done that. It's kind of gross. So I feel like she was sort of breaking the fourth wall on Twitter by saying that. Like, I don't even know you. Like, how am I supposed to love you? I thought she kind of ate there. I don't know. I I see your point, but I, I can't agree with it because it's just like these people would be nothing without their fans so what are you saying that like someone who doesn't have fans is nothing no but i'm saying that people grow to a certain level of celebrity from people supporting them and sharing their content and resharing their content and engaging with their content and those people become fans those people share their content with others those people dedicate twitter feeds and 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 instagram accounts and and tiktok videos to talking about them and sharing them and it's just like that's what gives them their fame but she didn't ask for any of those people to do those things Right. That's she fame. was when she was touring. But that's fame. Right. When the moment that Doja Cat shaved her head, I feel like everyone should have started paying attention. I think she's trying to tell people that she doesn't want to be famous. She was she remember she said, like, forget all my old music. Then why? Like, she that was have, all crap. I'm going to put out a rap album now and like change my vision. And Azalea Banks was like, what is this? I don't I think she's having a hard time with fame. And she was, like, on live, like, um, doing cocaine. Like, I think she's she's going oh, through it. That video? Yeah. I thought she was doing poppers. Whatever it is. She's just going through it right now, and I don't think she has a good relationship with fame. And I think when you think of Lady Gaga, where it's, like, 
she always thought she was famous, even when she had zero fans. Like, she just exuded fame. Like, she embraced fame in a different way, so, right? Some, some, and, and Doja Cat, I don't think, is embracing fame. Some girlies, I guess, aren't cut out for it. <laughs> oh, my God! Some girlies are not cut out to be famous, and that's very true. Like, I remember the Kardashians, there was one scene where Kylie was, like, still younger, and she's like, I don't like this. Like, I don't like being famous and then there's other people like kim who's like oh no like i always wanted this like i love this like this is who i always wanted to be so fame is it's tough it's fickle it's and so many accounts were deleted there are a lot of doja fan accounts deactivated they were like i'm done following this queen because she's ungrateful you're so ungrateful but shut the fuck up to me that's a little entitled it's a little entitled for me. I I feel like it's it's the man the, the paletero. <laughs> I feel like for me it's it's more so like at the very least you can acknowledge that you love the people that supported you to get to this point that gave her all those yes. millions of followers followers made her all those millions of dollars on her on her tour i I agree because when she was touring she says can't wait to see you guys in brazil and this and that like and then she didn't perform yeah so it's like for you for for someone to be like i just want as your fan i just want to hear you that say that you love us and for her to be like i don't even know y'all like damn you didn't have yeah maybe you ate was it necessary at that moment to respond to that person you could have just been said on your twitter like on a on a on a on a rant. Uh, uh, on a on rant. A rant. I'm 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 and I'm not policing her tone. I'm not telling her what she should do. Would she would have yes ate if it would have been like yeah. I don't fucking know you guys, and frankly, I don't really owe you anything. But for someone to say like I just for a fan, a diehard fan to say I just want to hear you say that you love us. For her to be like fuck you, I don't know you guys. <laughs> she what didn't say fuck you? But okay. But that was the tone. It was more so like. It was more so like, just leave her alone. I don't even know you. Just let her be. I feel like she probably misses the SoundCloud era where she was making dumb music about cows and nobody gave a fuck. And now everyone is paying attention to her every move and she just doesn't know how to handle it. I think she will release later some sort of press release Will she'll clarify that she's very appreciative of her fans, but... The entitlement needs to stop. Like, the internet. I think it's just the internet that just, just, like, pissed her off. Because you can't speak to an artist as if you're their manager. As if you're their mother. As if you're, you know, like, there there are fans who try to police artists. And it's like, release the album, bitch. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Get off your ass and release the album. It's like, dude, I'm a human being. I make music. I'm a human being. Yeah, like, she probably just wants to make art. And be underground. Pivot, baby. Sure, pivot. But I guess the point is don't disrespect the people who support you. I, I see Which I point. think is a great point. I see your... Okay, so we're meeting We're meeting the there. Middle. Like, don't disrespect the people who support you. Right. I'm not going to go on a live and be like, fuck all you who've come to my show. I would right. never say that. But I but I also see your point, too. And I also think, like, yeah, she should be allowed to live her life. And I'm, I'm not doing right. that. She should be allowed to do whatever the fuck she wants. She's always had that attitude, though. Yeah. Yeah. And people have loved her nonetheless. Uh, other what current I, events. What I will say, oh, though, what? is that it's funny because Azalea Banks, I'm so... I I was just going to bring that up. Azalea Banks, I'm so sorry. You know what? Maybe I shouldn't talk because Azalea Banks has 
No, I actually am a diehard supporter. But what I will say is that Azalea Banks at this point, I feel to me in my brain, in my world, is uncancelable. And she Because she's been canceled so many times. And she could say some fucked up shit like, I don't even know y'all. And I'd be like, yeah, you don't know me. <laughs> Did you see what she just posted? About, yeah. About Nicki Minaj? She went on a whole, like, five-story You know rant. what's fun? And I feel like... She kind of has points. No, I don't no, agree no. with everything. No, no, no. I'm so sorry. But she has some she points. She made all the points. Not and, all the points. And I want to quote you. And I, you said so yourself. You said when she, when she dropped the song with Kim Petras. Oh, she, she had, had a great point. She though. had her moment to go full pop, pop queen. And she, you said so yourself. You're like, I'm waiting for the return of Pop Nika. Pop Nika. But Nikki doesn't like Pop Nika. What are we going to do? I didn't agree with the points that Azalea was making about Nikki's personal life. Like, when she was saying that um, he is the reason why she's stuck or is at a certain level, I think that that's unfair because we never know the, the intimate details of someone's relationship. We know the headlines. And I was also shocked to learn about that guy's background. But to me, that has nothing to do with the empire that Nikki built by herself. So you know what, what I mean? What do you mean what is it? She's been blackballed from the from the industry for a while now. She hasn't won a Grammy and she's not going to win a Grammy because she has expressed her explicit uncensored opinion about the bullshit of the industry and that's why I think she's not given the roses that she deserves. But I also agree with you in that Azalea speaks facts. Like she says things, but then Later on in her rant, I was a little like, okay, girl, shut up. Like, well, I, I don't just, see this. Listen, I, just, I don't see it. I just think that... Like, with the whole Vatican thing? Like, girl, I, that was That up. was extra. That was extra. But I definitely... I see her point about her man only because, like, as someone... And listen, I'm not a Barb. You're a Barb. I'm not... I'm a, I'm a, I'm not, am I a diehard She's barb? a Nikki fan. I'm She's a not fan. a Barb. I'm not a Barb, though. But what I will say is that, like, even just as a fan, as a sideline fan... I know Nikki is better than this. I don't need to know her personal life to know that she's better than someone with a rap sheet about... I don't know, dude. About... That's not my business. Like, whoever... About molesting but whoever, children. Girl, I mean, y'all like, act like... Y'all act like it was... I don't even want to get into this in the podcast because it's, like, so unfounded. Like, Azalea doesn't even know, like, the details of that situation that happened with that girl who was not a child. What I'm trying to... She was, like, 17 and he was 20-something. What I'm trying to say is that I see Nikki as better than that. Whatever... Who would you rather see her with? Like, Meek Mill? He was beating on her. No, I'm not trying to say... Who he should she should Barb, be with? Barb, Barb, Barb is about to be activated. I'm not to say okay, who, I'm not trying to say who she should be with. I'm just trying to say that she is more her, her talent is more valuable than whatever headlines are around but, her. But and the she's headlines- untouchable, and that's what Azalea isn't understanding. Is like Nikki is untouchable. It doesn't matter who she's fucking, who she's dating, who she's married to, who she has a baby with. To me, that's independent. It could be it could be a part of her, right? It is a part of her as Onika, Tanya Mirage. But it's not a part of Nicki Minaj, like the Empire, in my opinion. Maybe she's trying to shed light that that relationship caused something, like caused a 
a divide amongst the media or in the industry. But I see her since she's been with her man. She was the face of Fendi, which has never happened before. She didn't have a deal with Fendi. She made Chun-Li and she said Fendi prints on. And then Fendi gave her a whole campaign. Like, she's done campaigns. She has covers of Vogue. She she has this huge empire. And I feel like she just wants to be happy. And, like, this guy makes her happy. Cool. I just didn't agree with that part of um, Azalea Banks' rant. But, yeah, we would all love to see Pop Nika back. Because Whip It was amazing. What, 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 when you, when you were like, what, 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 what uh, when you said she doesn't like Pop Nika, she doesn't? I think she had a moment where she was like, I wrote Starships in 15 minutes and whatever. Like, it was a hit, but, like, I don't really care for it. I miss Pop Nika. Yeah. I feel like I want to see Nicki Minaj succeed. She She, is succeeding. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, don't. I'm leaving. (laughs) Oh, don't. Oh, don't. I want to see Nicki Minaj succeed in the way of getting the Grammy she deserves, of of surpassing whoever is blackballing her in the industry and surpassing whatever image people are placing upon her because I love Nicki Minaj, even as a fan, as a non-barb, I love Nicki Minaj. And I've, and, and whether, what, what I've heard about what has happened between her and other rappers and what has she said oh, is yeah. beyond this, is beyond this. I know you're going to defend her and that's fine. All I'm trying, and that's fine. And, and I agree with you. And I, to this day, I'm still, I'm still a Nikki fan. fan. She's a Nikki fan. But I just think that I want to see Nikki Minaj succeed. Yeah, she succeed. I want to see her succeed to the point of getting that Grammy, of, of surpassing all that. And I agree with Azalea in the way that, like, there's just a lot of stuff surrounding her that it's just like she's bigger than the noise. She's, she's bigger than all that white and, noise around then her. Then people should stop paying attention to the noise. I think Nick. I think Azalea's rant came from a place of love and admiration. Azalea Banks yeah, is a barb, which I think, yeah, she's talked shit about her in the past, whatever. But I think it came from a place of love. I I felt like it got a little too a little too intense, like policing her a little bit. Like this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. You need to do this. This. It almost felt like Azalea was having a moment listening to Roman Reloaded, and was like, "What would I do?" If I were in Nikki's position right now. I will say. And then she just like went on her I will say too that like when she, I did not agree with this. She was like, Prince, the Princess Diana original sounds better than the remix. I actually agreed with her. Really? Yeah. The original. I like, I like I didn't, the remix. I didn't like the remix. I didn't like Nikki's part. I I'd felt, be in my spinach. I felt like she, she was just doing the, the minimum there. Like she could have gone harder. For me, the best song this year that Nikki has released is, um, the the first song that she released this year uh, what was it uh red ruby the sleaze that was good that was to me my favorite because the bars were so good the triple entendres were so good i agree princess diana re- the remix was not as good in my opinion i liked barbie world more barbie world was good did i say barb world barbie world barbie world was good but yeah azalea said that i spice ate her up on that song I don't know if I agree with that. I don't agree with that. The video is hot. She looks so good. Yeah, that was probably one of the best music videos that Nikki's had in a while. But anyway. Ad-libs. What do you, what do you <laughs> think? What do you, That was a whole ad-lib. <laughs> what do you think makes, to kind of wrap it up, what do you think makes a good ad-lib? 
passion. I think it has to be in the moment. It can't be thought out too much. I feel like the best ad-libs are ones that when you're in the studio feeling the song so hard, you've like heard it. Like, I feel like you've heard it so many times at this point, you've recorded it. And then finally you get the best take and you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, this is the one that's going to like really kill it. And I'm going to sing it. And you feel all those things and you want to like scream your name out on it or scream your team or producer. You're like, yeah, fucking tiny killed this shit or whatever and then at the end you go and then it's over (laughs) you know it has you it has to be in the moment it can't be too thought out um if it's too thought out it feels maybe forced i mean like and also it can it can range from very complex to also very simple the most quintessential one yeah yeah like Lil john killed the game in the early 2000s with all of his ad-libs and it was simple as okay and we all went crazy for it so it has to be, it just, it has to be in the moment and it can, it can range from simple to complex, um, but it has to come from the heart. I agree. I agree with all of that. I also think I love ad-libs that are funny. Yeah. That are natural and I think it's important for the artists to know who they are in order to have good ad-libs, right? Like a song can change in genre or, or BPM or mood but at the end of the day, it's still you singing it. So knowing your range and knowing your personality and and your fans, too, I think helps. And to speak to that, too, a certain amount of confidence. Because you... Lots you, of confidence. You have, to, you have to go on this track and kill it. You don't have to, but I'm saying, like, you go on the track, you kill it, and then you end the song, oh, I know I killed that shit. My name is Nicki Minaj. Yeah. I know I killed this song. There, so goodbye. Yeah, there. So there are so, there are ad libs that will sign off. Mm-hmm. They'll add their signature on the track, and then I think of going back to we seen how he's almost guiding you through the song. He's kind of the ringleader mm-hmm. with his ad libs. Mm-hmm. So the intro is like him introducing the people who are on the song. He's reminding you of of how important they are, and then he almost like hands it off. Like when the next verse starts and it's Yandel, he'll say Yandel's name. And then he'll be like, oh, now it's yeah, now it's Randy. And then it's like, you know, he's like the ringleader. Mm-hmm. He, he's such a... So you can like help... You can be the narrator almost with ad-libs too, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool. And you also have to stand out from your peers and be creative. Yeah, I like And have that. fun. I think you just have to have fun with ad-libs. Fun. I like that. Speaking of actually of uh, Wisin Yandel... My last question is, we were, um, not to continue on to Sueños, but they oh, were, yeah. they were, the fans are tired of hearing about Sueños. They were asking, who do you want to see? And people were, you, you spammed those comments, girl. <laughs> people were saying, we seen the end of their time. Not that I would fight with that. I would love to see him at their time. Um, but who would you like to see? Well, I think it's too late. Daddy Yankee uh, just announced his final, final, final concert. He's officially done. I would love to see Daddy Yankee again. Um, you know, I would like to see Chris MJ. Mm-hmm. I saw you. I saw you comment, Chris. Yeah. MJ. Um, I agree with you with Viano Antillano. I need Pitbull. I need Pitbull. You know, Pitbull is is kind of a a surprising choice, but it actually makes the most sense for him to close like the to have the nighttime slot. On the, on the Sunday. I feel that like... That makes so much sense. Pitbull has the same kind of audience and likability that J Balvin has. Yeah. He is... Um, it would he, be a great throwback for millennials, for sure. Someone like... Fam- someone a little, like, fun, family-friendly. 
um, for everyone accessible. I'd like Nathaniel Nathaniel Cano. Ooh. He would be really good. Um, I was just you were you were talking Snow about Snow the product. We were talking about Weezing and Yandel, and I was like, mm, I was thinking about that. Yeah, Snow the product would be good. Um, bring me bring me more Colombian people. Bring me bring me some Chilenos. You know, like. Like, I want to see... Well, I'm really obsessed right now with Floyd Menor and Hedy Klein. But, I mean, they're probably too too underground to be on Sueño's radar. I feel like even Arca is too underground to be on Sueño's radar. Mm, maybe not for long after her participation in Data. Yeah, true. But that was another thing. That was something else that really blew my mind was Arca... Not that he, she participated on the song, but... Hearing Tiny speak about Arca and educating other the Puerto Rican media about Arca. Hearing hearing Tiny educate people about other Puerto Rican people and Puerto Rican media about Arca was so mind blowing to me. Like this is a, I feel it. I think that there is going to be a shift soon, and into the mainstream. Like Julio has already referenced a couple songs that are directly inspired by like no Perel, the underground and are that are in the mainstream and bad gals just like one example like she's she's listed on playlists more playlists now on spotify like viva latino and it always like surprises me when i see that but it shouldn't be so surprising because i i definitely feel that shift into the mainstream so we're gonna hear a lot more like digital sounds like more no Perel like inspired sounds mm. in mainstream reggaeton. Do we agree? Do we like that? Let's change it up. Yeah, I want it. I want to see the merge of the two. Yeah. I'm just so already like cringing like a Mariah Angelique track with like a nail perreo sound. Like, no, baby. I don't want it. It's funny because I feel like Mariah Angelique... Yeah, I feel like at some point... In her career, I almost felt like maybe she could have been considered alternative reggaeton, but very quickly was not the case. I was talking about the power of Perrito the other day, how that was a shift in itself, that track. It was crazy, the impact that Perrito had on mainstream reggaeton. Do you think Sicaria... Is absolutely absolutely i think sicaria yeah. was started off underground and now is mainstream absolutely when i think of nel perreo and the nel perreo song that's universal is tu sicaria everybody knows that you can play that anywhere and people will know it mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say Cat is nel perreo but gatita started off underground as well and now is is completely mainstream but I'm ready for a Mexican revolution. I've talked about this before, but yeah. I'm ready for a Mexican mainstream revolution we in reggaeton. To, we have to get Julio on the podcast. Yes, we do. We're going to have guests this season um, just to help uh, deepen the conversations that we have. Because, you know, this is a reggaeton podcast. It's also like a bestie comedy podcast. Yeah. Um, so I hope you didn't mind our, our Azalea Banks and Nicki Minaj tangents. Our ginormous ad-lib. Um, but, yeah, we have a lot of things in store to improve the podcast for you guys. And, yeah, I'm sorry for the airplanes and the stupid ice cream truck, but... Such is Y'all life. heard us. Such Y'all is, heard such us. Such is life, baby. All right. Any last, any last ad-libs? 
Um, if you're listening to this, um, when it releases, come say hi to me this Friday at Eden Metro, another huge event. Um, we are hosting the infamous Boots Party here in Chicago, Zolita, and also, um, K-Hole Kardashian. I mean, another Puti Vuelta icon, the Puti Papi. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'm really excited to meet him and host him. Um, so if you, um, come to Eden, I'm so excited and come say hi. I hope you have the greatest time. Um, and then also Wicker Fest, Wicker Park Wicker Fest. Wicker Park Fest. Come chill and enjoy a beautiful Chicago summer day on Saturday. It's going to be hot as fork and uh, let's dance and cheers and have fun. It's going to be really cute. Thank you guys for listening. Let us know what ad libs we missed. Till next time. Bye. Bye. Radio Perris.